Welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM The Word, and I'm Roberta Foster. Today I welcome Jill Eileen Smith back to Author's Corner. She has written the novel The Ark and the Dove, which is published by Ravel, a division of Baker Publishing, and she'll tell us more about how to find the book at the end of the program. Uh, first, a little bit about Jill. She is the best-selling and award-winning author of the biblical fiction series The Wives of King David, Wives of the Patriarchs, and Daughters of the Promised Land, as well as many other books. She's also the author of nonfiction books, When Life Doesn't Match Your Dreams, and She Walked Before Us. Her research has taken her from the Bible to Israel, and she particularly enjoys learning how women lived in biblical times. Jill, thank you so much for being with us again on Author's Corner. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's great to be here. So you write many fictional series. So let's start with the uh, question, is the Ark and the Dove part of a series, or is it kind of a standalone book? Well, it's kind of both. I mean, it's it's a standalone, but if you read Daughter of Eden first, it flows naturally into the Ark and the Dove because you go from the garden with Adam and Eve and then you move into Noah's story. And if you read Daughter okay. of Eden first, you're going to understand the Ark and the Dove a little bit better. Okay. But they can be read separately. Well, and you do a fabulous job of that. Even when you intentionally have a, a series of three or four books, they can all be read individually. But as you mentioned, they kind of flow together a little better when, when you get the previous. So thank you for That's that right. information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So why don't you summarize for us um, what the content of your novel, The Ark and the Dove? Well, it's the story of Noah's wife. And she's not named in the Bible, but um, there is there are various names for her in different places in history. Okay. Um, I went with M. Zara. I call her Zara because I don't. I like to shorten names. <laughs> um, and that's the name the um, Ark Encounter gave her. And it's also the name I believe it was came from the Book of Jubilees, which I got from a another book. I didn't read the Book of Jubilees, but um, there were other names that she could have had, but I stuck with Amzara, and then I named her daughters-in-law. One of them was from similar to the Ark Encounter's name for her, and the other two I picked from different sources. And okay. so they're all named, and they most of them have a point of view in the story. So the story basically starts with um, what it was like when God told Noah that he wouldn't mm -hmm. always drive with men. And then Noah, all the pre-building of the ark, all the, everything that went into that and how long it took and yeah. preparing to live on board and and how wicked the world was getting. Then we spend that year or a little more than a year on the ark with just those eight people and all those animals. Mm. So we get the interaction there. And then we come off the ark and we spend some time with them growing and rebuilding the earth and i take us all the way to the tower of babel and wow. uh, it doesn't get like super detailed there yeah. but that's kind of how i show it ending um so i mean there's a lot it's mostly Amzara's point of view but 
we have points of view from, like I said, most of the other characters, but it's her story okay. and how she sees all this happen. Great. So what is it that drew you to the story of Noah's wife and wanted to build this novel around her character? You know, I wanted to write about Eve and Noah's wife for quite a while. Mm. Um, and I had proposed it um, once before, but it wasn't good timing. So if memory serves me correctly, because I'm not, I get mixed up sometimes with which contract was right. this. But um, I did, uh, I had wanted to do um, Joseph's story. And so when my previous editor, who has gone to be with the Lord, uh. um, gave me that contract, she gave me two more books with it, unnamed women. So we had to, Ravel and I discussed who would those women be. Okay. And I tried again. I said, well, I'd like to do even Noah's wife. And they said, okay. So that's where we went. And, um, yeah. Okay. I mean, I've done most of the women in the Old Testament. Uh-huh. Um, unless you pick little-known people and really expound. So those were the last two really, well, there's maybe Gomer or some others, but they were two of the last big-named yeah. people in the Old Testament. Well, and I've read some of those and just um, appreciate so much how you stay scriptural but embellish the characters um, in a way that, that works with the scripture. Thank you. I try. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's you not know, always easy. Oh, I imagine not because you have a lot of gaps to fill in. <laughs> oh, I know. And this book, to be honest, I I wasted. You could say wasted, but you use it in different ways. The reader will never know. But I rewrote the beginning three times on this book. Mm. So 90,000 words ended up being started over. <laughs> you know, like 30, 30, 30 kind wow. of thing. Uh-huh. It was really hard to know which way to go with it. And mm-hmm. that happens to me sometimes. Sometimes it's super, just flows right through. And, you know, of course, well, never that easy. But, you know, it's just easier. Yes. This one was like, oh, my goodness. I tried just her point of view and it didn't work. And anyway, here we are. And now I think I like it. So hopefully readers will, too. Very good. Well, uh, we have more to talk about with Jill Eileen Smith regarding her novel, The Ark and the Dove. It's published by Ravel, a division of Baker Publishing. And you're listening to Author's Corner. I'm Roberta Foster. So you have mentioned it a couple of times. So apparently you've been to the Ark Encounter in Kentucky. And so did that help you with putting all of the uh, characters together in, in the novel? It didn't help me with the characters, but yes, I did visit it the year I was going to write the book because I knew I wanted to, and that was when yes. it worked out to go. It What it helped me with was to see the scope uh, and the scale of how large the arc was. Uh. And, but when I came home with resource books from them and um, started to try to plot the characters and things like that, I could see where they lived on the ark. I could mm-hmm. see all that in my mind to, for um, place and context and, you know, visualization, but I didn't have the characters. The characters were, that's what was hard. Mm-hmm. I had what the Bible said about them, which was 
virtually nothing except Noah. Mm-hmm. We don't really know the other characters that much. I did get some help from the Table of Nations when you see who's descended from who. And, mm-hmm. and, and of course, at the end, we have the, the story of Noah with his getting drunk and ham and all that. So we, I had, you know, bookends of, of stuff and, and giving the dove and the raven a chance to see if the land was dry, but there mm-hmm. isn't much there. Right. And, and we don't know who the women were. We don't know their families. I had to create a lot of backstory in my mind. Um, some of it's on paper in the book, um, but it's, it was just a not, you couldn't just go to the Ark Encounter and envision right. it. You had right. to do more. Okay. So. Well, one of, or as you've mentioned, your um, primary star of the book is Zara. Um, and you mentioned that uh, throughout the book, she struggles with heartbreak. And so tell us about that and how um, how she gets through that time, many times of her life. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, heartbreak comes, I think, at the beginning in seeing the way the world is just getting worse and worse and worse. And Jesus told us as it was in the days of Noah, so Mm -hmm. will it be when the coming of the Son of Man. And if we look at our world, I think we could get a little depressed too. Mm -hmm. And she saw that. And what she also saw more than we can see with physical eyes, she saw the Nephilim, which I personally believe were demons that mated with humans, Mm -hmm. which I've also believe is partly why God destroyed the world because he needed to get rid of those who had defiled his image bearers. Mm. And so she had to grieve over that. Then she grieves over losing family members. She grieves over the Mm -hmm. conflict on the ark with one daughter-in-law in particular, and they're not getting along. And, you know, those are all difficult things. And then off the ark, you know, you never escape sin. You know, that's one thing that they couldn't, the flood couldn't eradicate. So she watches it come right back Mm. and not maybe super quickly, but it's always been there and and attitudes and and then the loss of all the people that didn't come on the ark with them. Mm -hmm. So she's, she's lived through a lot of grief, but they have a lot of joy in being together and she's grateful for her family. Yeah. And so, and then she starts enjoying grandchildren and that's kind of fun. But, you know, it's just a hard thing to live through. I I, I think yeah. we could all relate in some, some way because of the way our world is now. Sure. Well, some of the natural disasters that have taken place uh, would be kind of um, reflective to this type of story of people that have lived through a lot of tragedy. And so I can see where your book could help folks that have gone through that personally. Um, so Jill, what is it that you hope readers will gain by reading your novel, The Ark and the Dove? Well, I hope they come to realize that we all need a savior. No matter what happens, we need that redeemer, that, that ark of safety. We yes. need Jesus. You know, I, I can't really mention him by name in the book because he is not called that in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. but he is the Redeemer. And she continually hopes the Redeemer 
would come, you know, and we all do. And all, I think the all the Old Testament people, that's always been my theme. And mm-hmm. Forgive. Can, can't you forgive? Make things right. Reconcile. We need a Redeemer. It's all part of the themes of where God seems to lead everything I write. And um, mm-hmm. so I hope readers catch that and realize that even though God spared them because of Noah's righteousness, didn't mean they all still didn't need a Savior. Right. We all need a personal Savior. We need Jesus personally. It's not, you know, Ham and Shem and Japheth couldn't, they could survive the flood on their father's coattails, but mm-hmm. they, they couldn't be saved eternally on their father's coattails. It's always personal. Yeah, that's a great reminder for um, mothers and fathers that uh, to be able to emphasize that to their children so that the children also find their personal relationship with Jesus. Well, I have had the pleasure of talking with Jill Eileen Smith about her novel, The Ark and the Dove, published by Ravel, a division of Baker Publishing. So, Jill, tell our listeners how they can find out about this book and the others that you've written. Well, they're all listed on my website, jilleileensmith.com. Just go to the books page, scroll down, click on any book. It has links on all the books where they can be purchased. Uh, Baker Publishing Group website also, they have our books there. So what are you working on next? Well, I just turned in the book on Mary Magdalene, and I'm in the middle of editing it, and I'm starting to ponder, and I'll eventually plot The Woman at the Well. So I'll be working on that once I turn Mary Magdalene in for good. (laughs) But right now, it's been turned in and turned back. I have to get the first uh, round of edits done, and then we can move on. So one more time, the book we've talked about today is The Ark and the Dove, and we've been talking with Jill Eileen Smith, and we do thank Ravel, a division of Baker Publishing, for giving us a copy of the books to talk about today. Jill, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, too. And to our listeners, we appreciate you tuning in. If you missed any part of today's interview or would like to hear it again, you can find it on your favorite podcast provider. So join us again next time on Author's Corner. I'm Roberta Foster.